to this day, the most downloaded episode and the most visited article on the website are the ones comparing Audacity and GarageBand. And that makes sense. One of the biggest draws of starting a podcast is that it has a very low point of entry and can be done with very little budget, or even for free. Both Audacity and GarageBand are free programs and are how the majority of podcasts are edited today. Audacity is the go-to choice for PC users at the start of their podcasting journey, and GarageBand is the go-to for Mac users. But neither of these are the industry standard for audio editing, and there are other options. Plus, there have been some updates since I wrote the last piece, so I thought it was time to revisit podcast editors and start round two of the battle of the audio editors. In this episode, I'm going to cover Audacity and GarageBand as before, and also introduce a couple of new programs. Adobe Audition, which is the industry standard audio editor, and Logic Pro, which is my audio editor of choice. We'll look at a little overview of each, examine their pros and cons, and finally give some suggestions as to what program will best suit your situation. So let's start with the people's champ, Audacity. Audacity is completely free and is the most popular choice for PC users getting started with podcasting. So popular, in fact, that as of late 2020, it's been downloaded 100 million times. Audacity is an easy-to-use multi-track audio editor and recorder for Windows, Mac OS, and Linux-based operating systems. You can use Audacity to record live audio, whether that's from a microphone or a line input. You can monitor levels. You can dub over existing tracks to create multi-track recordings. You can record multiple channels at once. You can edit in a variety of sound files, including WAV, AIFF, FLAC, MP3, etc and you know cut slice all of those editing tools plus numerous effects that are useful for podcasting like noise reduction eq compression noise gates fading in and out and a whole lot more now some of the pros of audacity is that it has all the tools you'll need it has level meters multi-track recordings a bunch of different sample rates true export in lossless formats unlimited undos, you can change the pitch and the tempo, noise removal, automation, loads and loads of stuff. Even though it's a free program, it has everything you would need to record a podcast. The latest version of Audacity, 3.0, which was released this year, has changed the way Audacity handles projects. Previously, project files and data were stored separately, and this caused some confusion when people were trying to send a project to someone else. Well, in 3.0, the projects are saved as a new .aup3 format, and they have all of the data neatly tied up in that package. Much easier. Audacity has a really handy draw tool for editing individual samples, which is great for addressing clicks and bangs, and is much easier to achieve that kind of precise editing than GarageBand. 
The selection tool is also superior to GarageBand and selecting an area of audio to edit, delete or add effects to is really straightforward. And finally, the Audacity community is huge and there are really active forums for you to get help in and extensive documentation about how everything works. So this is really useful for people getting started with podcasting. Now, one of the biggest drawbacks is that Audacity is a destructive audio editor. This means that when you delete or edit a region of audio, the original audio file saved in that project is being altered permanently. This can lead to some mistakes and edits that can't be undone. I'll explain how GarageBand is different from this in a minute. Audacity also doesn't have the most intuitive or good looking user interface, and it comes with a bit of a learning curve. The sheer number of effects and settings can take a while to get used to if you don't have any background in audio engineering, so expect to spend several days getting comfortable with the software. Audacity doesn't support MIDI recordings and doesn't come with any pre-recorded material like loops to help new music producers get started. So this is a real hindrance if you plan on recording background music or a jingle for your podcast. So next up is GarageBand. GarageBand is a fully equipped music creation studio inside your Mac. With a complete sound library that includes instruments, presets for guitar and voice, an incredible selection of session drummers and percussionists, but all of that aside, it has everything you need to record and edit a podcast. GarageBand comes pre-installed with macOS, which is really handy for Apple users, but that's it. It's only for Apple users. So some pros of GarageBand is that, it, well, its main job is to help you arrange and combine all of your individual audio sources into a single audio creation. This means that it's really useful when working with multiple tracks, like a remote interview or various segments in an episode. It's very stable and hardly ever crashes, which is very important when you've been editing on a two hour show all day. Now, GarageBand isn't just an audio editor, it's a DAW, which is a digital audio workstation. Now, technically Audacity, I think, is also a digital audio workstation, but it doesn't have a lot of the features that classically a digital audio workstation would have. GarageBand is a DAW in every sense, meaning that it has channels and sends and plugins, and it works slightly different to Audacity. You can work with software instruments and loops and MIDI, as well as audio regions. It supports MIDI recording and comes bundled with lots of pre-recorded loops and synths that you can make jingles with and background music, even without any instruments. And as opposed to Audacity, GarageBand isn't a destructive editor. Manipulating a region doesn't alter the original file. Whenever you delete a section, you can easily reveal that section again. If you want to remove an effect, you just turn it off. You always have your full original audio file hidden in the background. And the main thing I love about GarageBand is that it has a beautiful interface. It's full of color, smooth fonts, easy to read displays, and it's just a pleasure to stare at for hours on end. It's very much designed for beginners, visually and functionally, and therefore has a smaller learning curve than Audacity. It should take you a couple of hours to find your way around. So the biggest con of GarageBand is that it's only available for Mac OS. It is free, but only if you have a Mac. 
So if you have to buy a Mac to use it, then it's not really free and I'd advise you stay away. And the simplicity of the program comes at the expense of some functionality. There is less flexibility with audio manipulation than Audacity. For example, effects can only be added to entire tracks, not just sections. Or even selecting a region can take a few clicks rather than just dragging to select like in Audacity. There are workarounds, but a simple thing can quickly get convoluted. Now, let's introduce some of these new players. It's important to note that these final two programs aren't free, and I'll specify how much they each cost in their own rundowns. So first we have Adobe Audition. Now, Audition is the industry standard audio editor. If you ever listen to a podcast produced by a large brand or media company, or one that's put out by a network with a team of editors and producers, chances are it's edited in Audition. And there are a number of reasons for this, as well as being a comprehensive toolset that includes multi-track, waveform and spectral display for creating, mixing, editing and restoring audio content, it also integrates smoothly with other Adobe products like Premiere Pro. As most companies that produce content will also use some other Adobe products, whether that's Premiere Pro or After Effects or Photoshop or whatever, they probably also have an Adobe license and therefore using their audio editor makes sense too. So the first pro is its ubiquity. The wide professional user base and Adobe's reputation both assure the user that this is a great product full of all the features you need to record a podcast. Like the previous options, Audition has multi-track recording, monitoring, the ability to work with different file types, a royalty-free loop and sound effect library, and also some great tools specifically for podcasting, like auto-ducking and a really handy noise reduction tool. In fact, Audition excels at audio repair, and whilst I maintain that you shouldn't rely on fixing your audio in post, that can be really handy to get you out of a jam. Now on the con side, it's not the cheapest option. It's about £20 a month, or I think it's £50 a month if you're paying for the Adobe suite of products. So if you're already paying for Photoshop or Illustrator or something, you know, it may not cost you anything. But for those who don't have any budget, the free options may be better. It also isn't the best option for music creation. It doesn't have any native music creation tools like GarageBand, so that might take some of the creativity out if you were looking to add some music to your podcast. Although you can, of course, record live music with it. And finally, it suffers from the busy interface of any Adobe program. It's very intuitive once you get used to it, but it can be daunting for a beginner. And then finally, we have my personal favorite, Logic Pro X. Logic is the program I use solely because I studied music technology at college and this is the program we use the most. So when I started editing podcasts, it made sense to just go with what I knew. Logic is a DAW specialized in music creation, but it also has all the features you need for recording and editing a podcast. Multi-track recording and editing, compression, EQ, noise reduction, etc. Also, just to note that Logic Pro X is another program that is only available on Mac OS. Logic has some great podcasting features. 
that make editing much easier than GarageBand. These include Strip Silence, which deletes all audio below a certain level and is great for getting rid of background noise. An option to select everything to the left of the playhead or to the right of the playhead, which makes selecting any audio you haven't worked on yet and keeping everything in sync really easy. And a handy marquee selection tool, which makes selecting sections easy and is inexplicably missing from GarageBand. It also has a simple one-off payment and is pretty cheap. It's £199 for life, so after only one year that works out to be cheaper than paying for the Adobe subscription to Audition. The biggest con is that it's macOS only obviously, which really cuts off a big user base. Its main use as a music creation tool also means that it has an interface geared towards that. There are lots of features you'll never touch when recording or editing a podcast, and it can make things look a bit confusing or daunting to those who aren't familiar with music recording terms or tools. So I want to conclude by saying that all of these programs can produce a great podcast. If you get the room right and the microphone placement right before you start recording, and you keep your editing subtle and imperceptible, no one will be able to tell what program you'd use to edit. It's just a matter of workflow and personal preference, which is why I still use Logic, even though most podcast editors use Audition. But if I had to be more specific about recommendations, I'd say I'd recommend Audacity for PC users who are getting started with audio editing or recording, and who don't necessarily want to invest money straight away. It's for people who don't mind a busy grey interface, and it's also a great option for a team who may be working on a mixture of Windows and macOS computers. If someone was in the same position of being a beginner, but they had a Mac, I'd say get started with GarageBand. It's a little easier on the eyes and has that Apple intuitiveness that many people rock with. Plus, it comes pre-installed, so you just have to click on it. Now, for those a little more serious and ready to invest, or those who already have an Adobe subscription, I'd recommend Audition. It's the standard editor in the podcasting world, and once you learn how it works, you'll be podcasting with the best of them. And finally, I'd recommend Logic Pro X to those who enjoyed GarageBand, but want a bit more functionality, or those who want to have some fun creating music too. These aren't the only options, but they are the most popular. You could also look into recording directly into the Anchor hosting service, or maybe you have Pro Tools, or I've even heard of people editing in iMovie. Whatever piece of software you choose, make sure the audio that's going into it is as clean and professional sounding and as full of quality and value as possible, and you won't go far wrong. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope it's given you some valuable insight and information to help you along your podcasting journey. To find out more about The Pod Farm and what I do, follow on Instagram or YouTube at The Pod Farm or visit thepodfarm.com to check out the podcasting resources and how The Pod Farm can help you start a successful podcast. See you next time.